everyone um welcome back to the hey mom why did no one tell me podcast my name is rebecca thank you so much for joining me today if you are new or a returning listener i am super appreciative and happy that you are here um so today's episode i've sort of gone back and forth on if i wanted to do this episode or if i didn't want to do this episode um specifically talking about this topic but i figured you know What I'm going to talk about is a huge part of who I am and why I do what I do. So I thought it was going to, I, you know, I just thought, you know, just, I should just do it. Um, I will say that I'm going to be talking about just sort of, you know, what it's like to be a person of color, um, in the performing arts industry, um, So if that's something that maybe, you know, you would prefer not to listen to, I totally understand it. Um, Feel free to go to um, uh, go to all my other episodes and find something else you could listen to there. Um, But yeah, guys, that kind of gives you a an overview of what I want to sort of touch on today's episode. And this was something I wasn't really planning on doing an episode on. But it was something I felt like I should do an episode on. Um, so for those of you who don't know, and I feel like unless you like have met me in person or have seen like pictures on my Instagram, um, most people by the sound of my voice would not know or guess that um, I am Asian American. And I think maybe I've talked about it on maybe some other episodes. Um, I can't remember exactly, but... Um, yes, I am Asian American. I was adopted from China when I was about three months old. No, no, no. I take that back. I was adopted from China when I was about seven months old. Um, I was about three months old when I entered the orphanage when I was like a baby. So ever since, you know, I was seven months old, um, I was adopted and I've lived my life here in America, specifically the Washington DC area, which is where I am currently based at. Um, now as well. Um, so to give a little background of, you know, my sort of how I came into this creative space, um, if you are new here as well, um, I'm an actor. I do mostly musical theater. I also do film and TV, but that's sort of like my creative passion, like my creative thing. Um, so I started off, um, doing theater specifically when I was eight years old. I remember, my mom was like, do you want to audition for the show? Because we had seen a couple of shows before. And I was like, sure. Um, and that kind of started it. Um, I auditioned for a show. I was cast and it was really fun. And I had so much fun. And I remember at that time, I was like, I'm going to be an actor when I grow up. And then I grew up and then I became an actor. <laughs> so eight-year-old me was, you know, really, um, really sure that that's what she wanted to do. Um And something that didn't really occur to me as I was growing up and as I was doing theater and, you know, doing community theater, doing theater at my school, um, was sort of, and I didn't realize this until, you know, I looked back on it, but I'm, for the most part, I was one of the few people of color, um, in my area who were doing, um, theater, who were doing shows, who were doing performances, um, and... That became very apparent to me um, when I was in college when, you know, most of the theater department at my school 
was, um, you know, predominantly, predominantly, I would say, um, white. I think maybe 25, 30%, maybe 35% of the department was, um, people of color. Um, there was like only one other Asian in the department that I remember. Um, they were also, you know, um, there were um, quite quite a few uh, um, black performers as well, but I would say that the majority of it, um, they were white performers. And I think that's when I became super hyper aware of my race. And I don't know why it sort of happened in college, but that's just when I became really aware of it. And um, sort of when I was in college, I kind of looked back on it and I was like, oh, wow, like I was one of the, you know, few people of color, the only, probably the only Asian um, American who was doing theater. And that's when sort of representation became really big to me because it was so important to me that I was represented, um, not that I was represented myself, but, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have, you know, someone who looked like me really on TV. Um, I know there are TV shows now like Fresh Off the Boat and um, there are like films like Crazy Rich Asians. And so media representation in that sense, um, you know, has become very apparent. But when I was growing up, there weren't really a whole lot of, you know, Asian American performers or people in the media that looked like me. And when I was in college, I kind of just was like, okay, well, I want to be that person, right? I want to be that person where if that little girl who's, you know, nine years old, loves theater, she comes to a show and she sees someone who looks like her on stage that she believes that she can do that too. Because if I'm being honest, guys, a lot of the things that sort of really I was struggling with in the beginning of my acting career was like, can I even do this? Like, I didn't, like, I believed in myself, but I also was like, you know, I don't see anyone who looks like me. I don't know how any of this is, like, possible. Like, that's how it was for probably, like, the first year um, I was out of school. And that all changed when I worked on my first, um, my first, you know, legitimate, well, I guess not, I've worked on, like, legitimate productions before, but my first, like, professional, professional production in this area, um, that was, you know, I was do working with an all-Asian cast, and that was when the switch really flipped for me that I was like, I can be an actor, I can, you know, make it, and there are roles for people who look like me out there. Like, it was such an empowering experience. I loved it so much. It, like, literally, it changed my life. And I don't know if any of the, um, the other... Uh, actors who were in that show know that because I don't think I've ever told them. But yeah, they, they really changed my life. Um, just showing me what was possible. And then I started believing in myself and that it was possible that what I was doing, I could succeed at. Um, and then sort of, you know, representation, I feel, has become a big conversation in the, in the performing arts industry. I mean, we look at Parasite, right? Parasite won Best Oscar at the Oscars in, you know, 2020 before everything happened. And to have a foreign film like that win at the Oscars, and not only that, but a foreign film that was completely in a language, you know, that, like, there was no English. Like, I watched Parasite with the subtitles on. 
Like that was just so monumental for me because I was like, okay, like people are finally understanding and recognizing that, you know, there is talent in other, you know, on other places. You know, not to say there's not talent, you know, currently, like, you know, as everything has been going on, like there definitely is. But just seeing, you know, all those people on stage accepting that Oscar and they all looked like me, that was just, that was just really empowering. And yes, um, so I believe Parasite is a, um, it's like a South Korean um, film, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I'm, I'm very aware that, you know, South Koreans, South Korean Americans, Korean Americans, Chinese Americans, um, I'm very aware that we all have, like, we don't look alike, um, like, I'm very aware of that, um, and it's one of the, yeah, um, yeah, so Parasite, I just looked it up here, so Parasite is a, um, is a South Korean, um, feature film. And, you know, I, I'm very much aware that, you know, Chinese Americans and Korean Americans are very different in like facial structure, bone structure, all of that. Um, but just seeing someone who, you know, just seeing an Asian American, you know, production team was just, it was so phenomenal. And that sort of got me, you know, thinking and with just a past like things that have gone on in my life this week. It's like people of, of like, you know, I want to talk what it was like to be a person of color in, you know, the, the performing arts industry as a creative professional. And it is one of the most, I feel, um, invigorating is not the right word, but it's one of, it's one of the best feelings I've, I've ever felt, like on top of, you know, just performing because I love performing, but being able to show other people, to show a younger generation that someone who looks like them can be doing what they maybe want to do is just, I feel like it's so phenomenal and like I want to give that gift to our younger generation. Um, so that's why, that's why I do what I do. Like, I mean, obviously I love performing, but it's more about, it's more than just performing. It's about making an impact on the next generation of Asian American AAPI um, performers and, you know, saying, yes, come pursue your dreams. There is a seat at the table for you. Like, that's what it's really about. And, you know, on the flip side of that, I do think that, you know, it's been a little bit more challenging being a person of color in, you know, what was predominantly, you know, very much a, um, a white industry. Um, I feel like people of color in the performing arts industry, and we've seen it, you know, time, time and time again, that sometimes, um, you know, people of color are definitely at a disadvantage within the, um, like professional theater space, the arts industry. Um, there are some statistics that I've seen. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but they sort of will break down by like, um, like gender, um, ethnicity, and a bunch of, you know, other things like that. And they'll break down how many films were produced with like, you know, a certain, um, like cast, like lead cast 
and just, you know, if, like they were female, if they were black, if they were white, if they were Asian, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I think historically it's proportionally like, yeah, there are so many more films and so many more opportunities for people of color and Asian Americans to, to pursue. Um, but it still is vastly outnumbered by, um, you know, the opportunities that are for the most part exclusively available to, um, to white people. And that's something that I've sort of come up against. And yes, I love, you know, showing the younger generation that someone like them can be a performer. But I'm also very aware that that's, you know, my, um, you know, being Asian American is something that, not that I have to fight through because I'm very proud to be who I am, but it is something that I will have to take into not consideration, but I'm very much aware of it. And it's like, okay, you know, um, the fact that a lot of shows are pushing diversity and pushing towards a more diverse cast is fantastic. Um, but I also have to be aware that sometimes, you know, that's not necessarily what might happen and I have to be prepared for that. And it's something that, you know, it's definitely an uphill climb, but it's a climb I'm willing to take because I really do think that it is worth it. And I really do think that it's something almost like it was my calling. Like, I feel like theater is my calling. Like, I am, you know, made to, you know, tell stories, be a storyteller. And not only that, but I'm, I have this calling to, you know, do what I love, but also to inspire and encourage other people to pursue an art form that I love so much. And I will say that there are some times when, and especially looking back growing up, that my race did play a factor in if I was cast in a show or not. Um, not that I was old enough to really understand what was going on, but like that was a thing. Um, it was a thing. And I really do think that sort of the more that we talk about it and the more that, you know, we're visible, the more that, you know, we can just have these open conversations. And I think that it is so, so important that we tell people and, you know, we show up authentically as ourselves. Like that's something that I no longer um, will put up with. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it as myself. Um, I don't really put up with any stereotypes I might come across and not in like, um, like the creative and prof like, you know, the theater world, though I have to be honest, I haven't really come up a whole against, um, any stereotypes being thrown at me, but even in, you know, my professional work life outside of theater, it's like, that's not something I put up with anymore because it's so important to me that I, you know, make sure that people around me understand that we Asian Americans, AAPI artists, like, you know, we're people and we have our own stories and our stories are just as complex as anyone else's stories. Like we all don't have the same story. Like that's just boring. So it's important that, you know, I share those stories and it's important that I'm in a community that shares, that's, that shares their stories and just being really visible and saying, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I do. Take it or leave it. And I, I will admit, it's taking me some time to really push myself out of um, my comfort zone as far as I'll 
that is concerned, but I'm getting there. I'm getting, you know, more comfortable being vocal, more comfortable saying things. And I really, I really do believe in, you know, what I'm doing. And I think that, you know, being a person of color, being an Asian American artist, um, in the, um, acting industry, um, it's something that I feel like a lot of people aren't necessarily used to. I think we're getting there and it's becoming more common, more mainstream, which is awesome. Um, but it's still something where I'm like, you know, you know, I'm here to, you know, help create this path for the future generation. And I love that I'm the one who gets to do that. And I just wanted to say, you know, if you are a person of color, um, you know, especially an Asian American person of color, um, specifically, you know, if we really want to get super specific, um, I am a Chinese American, um, adoptee. So, you know, if you can identify with that at all, or even if, you know, you're just, you're just a performer, um, I, I hope that, you know, you're listening to this episode and you're really finding that, you know, even though that sometimes it feels like we don't necessarily get to have our voices heard or we aren't as represented as we want to be, it doesn't stop there. Like we keep pushing forward. We keep putting our voices into the conversation. We make our own seats at the table. And, and for anyone who is a person of color, who is Asian American, who wants to pursue a creative career, I'm here to tell you that you absolutely can. Like, do not let anyone tell you that you cannot do it because, oh, well, I didn't, you know, some things that I've said, I've had said to me, oh, I didn't know, like, you know, you were like an actor or like, oh, um, you know, an Asian actor, like, that's not really, like, I never had that said to me. Um, but you know, that's like a thing that I can tell people are like, it's on their face. So if you find that yourself in that situation, ignore them. You have a story to tell. You are uniquely you. And the world would be so unlucky if they didn't get to hear that story. Like the world, like your story deserves to be heard and the world needs to have it. Like, you know, we Asian American artists, people of color, like our stories deserve to be heard. And you know, we have to keep pushing to get them heard. And yes, it's going to be a, a another like, you know, um, hill to climb. And, you know, it's going to be tough in some spots, but that's why it's so worth it. Because, you know, when we get to that top of the hill and we accomplish what we set out to do, we can just, you know, look behind us and see, you know, we might have had to climb this hill, but you know what? The people behind us, they're going to, you know, be able to walk on a path. Um, so... You know, if you're a person of color, I think that if you are looking to pursue a creative career, do it. If you're looking for a sign, if you're looking for someone to tell you, do it. If it is your calling, you deserve it. And, well, not that you deserve it, but like you literally, like it is your calling. Like, you know, who else is going to do it? You're the one being called. So I just, I really want you guys to, if you take anything away from this episode, um, just do it. Like, who cares what other people think? Being uniquely you, being Asian American, like, that is your superpower. 
Like maybe it sounds cheesy or cliche to say, but that is what makes you you and that is what makes you who you are and what allows you to tell your story. Like your story is, you know, valid. No one else has a story like you. So you'd 100% belong in this creative space if you want to share that story, if you want to tell it in whatever medium, art, photography, theater, dance, song, whatever it is, I want you to do it. And I want you to share your gifts with the world. And, you know, all the naysayers, forget them. Forget them. Because you have a gift so powerful It's just going to rocket you forward. It's going to launch you forward into exactly what you want to be doing. And guys, I would love, love, love to see all of the projects you are working on. Um, You know, I love seeing um, specifically, you know, Asian American art just because, you know, I myself am Chinese American. I don't have a whole lot of cultural impact um, because my parents are, um, they are white. So the whole cultural aspect of like my Chinese heritage, I don't really have, but I love seeing that work. I love seeing work of any kind from any artist, you know, regardless of, I don't care what race you are. I don't care what color you are. If you were an artist, I want you to share your art with me, no matter what medium. And the best way to do that is to um, send me a link on Instagram. Send me a DM with what you were working on. I would love to see it. My Instagram is at artistically bold life. I would love for you to follow me if you want, um, but definitely DM me with what you're working on. I love chatting with you guys. And um, if you're going to, you know, send me something over Instagram, it would also mean so much to me if you would like screenshot this episode or, you know, comment, rate, subscribe, then take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, send me your stuff. I would love to talk to you. It's Instagram is my favorite platform. Um, though I will say I've been slacking a little bit on posting, but I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. Um, and today's episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an actor, singer, um, photographer, painter, whatever your creative passion is, if you are looking to get into the business side of um, it and learn how to monetize your skills, um, I would absolutely love to have you in the Facebook group. We're already in there, we're already talking um, about some awesome things. There's a great community and I would love to have you there as well. Uh, So yeah, guys, everything that I've mentioned um, will be in the show notes for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.